You are listening to the Good Day Wellness Podcast, a podcast dedicated to boosting your mood. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I'm here to support you on the way to calming your mind and nourishing all aspects of your life. Together, we can bridge the connection between body and mind and make every day a good day. Welcome back to another episode. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Waterbox, Australian natural pH 8 spring water inside a sustainable plant-based garden. Enjoy 10% off using the code GOODDAY at waterbox.com.au. Okay, today you guys are in for a treat because I have someone very special on the show. I have my good friend Rhiannon Anderson from season 15 of MasterChef. Remember Rhiannon from her famous tagline, I'm stoked, which really sums up her sunshine personality. Rhiannon is basically the queen of season 15, making it all the way to the end and placing second. She is just the best and listening to her is going to boost your mood. But today we are also going to be jumping in and talking all about following your dreams and why you shouldn't let anyone or anything hold you back in life. So welcome, Riri. Hello. I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on. You're just a ray of sunshine. So like just having you here is going to make everyone happy. Oh, thank you. No, I'm so excited to be here. I love you and I miss you. And anytime I get to chat with you is amazing. I know. Every time me and Re get on the phone, I need to make sure that I've got at least like an hour and a half <laughs> because we just don't stop talking and it's, it's every single time and I love it so much. So yeah, today's going to be good. We, we promise we won't keep you for an hour and a half though. <laughs> We'll try anyway. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. All right, Reese. So before we get into the topic of today, I have to ask you, what is one thing you do every day to boost your mood? So the first thing I do when I get up is make a cup of tea and just mm -hmm. sit in silence. I don't put any, I don't look at my phone. I don't look at TVs. I don't put radios. I just sit in silence and drink a cup of tea. I'm so chaotic in life and I'm chaotic with how my brain works. So for me, just to sit in silence and then reset for the day and then go for it. And then it's chaos. I love that. I love that because I think, you know, waking up in the morning and the first thing you do, if you go on your phone, you're just getting this influx of information, negative energy, just, you know, you start that comparison game and it's just... It's, that's not how you want to start your day. So I really love that. And even if it is for a few minutes, just to drink your tea or have your coffee or whatever it may be, I think that really does kind of set you up for a really productive and peaceful day ahead. So well, I love it. It 100% does. And it kind of makes it so, you know, you've started your day in a really good headspace. You're ready just to charge ahead. Well, that's it. And, you you know, you get the morning right, you get the rest of the day right. I really do believe that. So, yep. yeah. Love it. Everyone take that on. <laughs> so I want today's episode to really encourage people to get out of their comfort zone and do something that scares them. That is exactly what you did when you applied for MasterChef. So tell us, what was that experience like for you in terms of overcoming those limiting beliefs and getting out of your comfort zone? Because, you know, that initial step of saying, yes, I'm going to do this, whether it's MasterChef, whether it's something else in life, you know, that's uncomfortable. So talk us through how you kind of worked through that. 
Um, look, I honestly didn't think I was good enough. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm a confident person, like without a doubt, but like, you know, you kind of go, I, I'm not going to be good enough for MasterChef. Like these guys yeah. are amazing. I've watched every season. I love everyone that's been on it. And it was like, you know what? It wasn't until just before my mum passed away and she said, you need to go for it. And I thought if my mum's telling me I'm good enough and I'm like, you know, my mum would also tell me if I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you're brutally honest, yeah. Yeah, she was very brutally honest. So for her to say, you need to go for it, that was just my last little push of, you know what, yeah, I do. Just go yeah. for it. Yeah. Mm. And I think, you know, having that vote of confidence from the people around you is so important. And that's why I think in life you need to surround yourself with good people because, they can really either push you in the right direction or take you so far away from your goals and your dreams. So, yeah, I think that's a really good point that you make there. It's, yeah, surrounding yourself with the right people. A hundred percent. You need to put yourself around people that are there for you and to boost you. And that's the only way you're going to actually move forward personally if you have a really good support system. Yeah. So when you know you had that vote of confidence from your mom and from your loved ones around you, I'm sure in your head you still kind of had those, you know, I'm not good enough. How did you work through that? I'm not good enough. Um, I just went, you know what, if I'm not good enough, they won't let me on the show. (laughs) You know what, I'm giving it a crack. If I'm not good enough and they don't think I'm good enough, then it's like, okay, well, at least I had a go. Exactly. And I think I, you know, whether it's in business or no matter what it is, I always say to people, what is the worst thing that can happen? You know, I know it's scary putting yourself out there and I know it's scary to take a leap and do that. But really, if someone does turn around and say, sorry, not this time, you're like, you're not the right fit for what we need. You still put yourself out there. You still grew, you still tried. And I think, you know, yes, you can go home and you can feel really sad and depleted and feel like, oh, I'm not, you You can get yourself in that headspace of I'm not good enough. Or you can twist it as I put myself out there. I did something really scary. And that is something to be so proud of. I think so. And I think also in your life, like throughout my life, Mm. I've always put myself out there and I always will do things that push me out of my comfort zone. MasterChef is definitely the biggest. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I I did not think I was good enough for that. But um, like you said, it's just like have a crack, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that's it. I think another thing kind of leading on from this is I find that no matter what age we are, we always say I'm too old for that. You know, I say it now and I'm I'm not even 30 yet, but we all do it. So after doing what you've done, why is it important to stop letting age define what you do and don't do? Because as well as saying, I'm not good enough, I'm not this, I'm not that, you're now adding another limitation by saying, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too this. You know, why do we need to let go of that age factor and, you know, learn to embrace where we're at in our life? Do you know, like, um, we've only got one shot at this. And yeah. so, you know, you just don't know how long you're going to be here. So there is absolutely no reason why age should define you. If you are able to do things that you want to do, 
go and do it if your body permits for you to do it. Like, you know, like I water ski. I didn't start skiing till I was 30. Um, so it's like my whole life, it's never been about age. However, I must admit, like when the kids were at home and, you know, growing up, I did think, oh, okay, is this it? They've all left home and it's just Dino and I. And then I went, no way, this is not it. I'm going to go and I'm having a crack at my dreams. So that's exactly what I did. And I think, like I said, one shot at life, just get in and do what you want to do, no matter what age. I love that you say that about, you know, when you had kids and you had that thought process and then they kind of all leave the nest and you're at home and you're wondering, okay, what now? I love that you spun that around to make it suit you and said, no, this is not it. I have so much more that I want to do, you know, because when you're a mother, you give everything to your children. You give everything to your children, your family, your partner. And I love that you kind of said, no, now it's my turn. And I think you know, I think it's very easy to kind of fall into that trap of, you know, as a woman, we we do feel like we need to give so much to the people around us. And then you're kind of left not with not much for yourself. So I like that you said, no, now it's time to fill up my cup and yep. I'm just going to go for it and do it. Yeah, because I've spent, you know, like years after the kids left home and I'm literally just working for our transport business. That's not me. That's Dino. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. supporting Dino and that's like our business together, but it's not what I love. It's not what I enjoy. And I thought, I'm not going to coast along. I need to do something for myself. I'm not just a nobody, you know. I'm not just Dean's wife now, you know. It's like, hang on a minute, I'm still Rhiannon and I need to show people that, you know what, we don't have to just be, I don't know, I guess our housewife, you know, like left as a housewife. And, you know, and I think, you know, Dean's water skiing following his dreams too, and I'm doing the same. And he loves trucking and all the rest of it. But yeah. it's like, I don't. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What's your thing, mate? I want something for me. And I love that you you do that because this is your life too. You know, you need your time. You need to do your thing. And I think no matter where you're at in life, always put yourself first, always reevaluate. Okay. Yeah. What are my values? What do I love? What makes me happy? Because if you're not happy, you can't be anything for anyone else. Yeah. You know, if you're not feeling content and fulfilled with where you're at in life, it's really hard to then give to others the way you probably would like to. Yeah. So, yeah. and I, I agree with that. Like I say to Dean, I have said to Dean while we were raising the kids, you and I need mm. to be happy if we want the kids to be happy. So, you know, for us, we had, we put the time in together, you know, we do, we'd go on dates and the kids were 100% our focus, but we also made sure that they knew that we had a loving, happy life too. And, and it was kind of like us against the kids, you know, like, it's yeah. like, we're the parents, we will give yeah. you an amazing life, but you know what, you need to also step up and behave yourselves and, yeah, yeah. and you know like Dean and I had to you know really work on each other to make sure that we were happy to give them that happy life as well I think as a I mean I'm not a parent but I hope that one day when I am a parent I want to be like that hmm. because I think there is nothing 
there's the biggest blessing that I've had in my life yep. is having two parents that never stopped dating each other, that never stopped loving each other and making each other a priority. And, you know, when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, God, you know, you, you kind of stick your nose up <laughs> at it. But now that I'm older, I have so much admiration for my parents because of that. And I have such high standards and values in terms of what I want in a relationship because of that as well. So I think, you know, it's not you being selfish is actually teaching your children the most valuable lesson in life. And that is to love and be loved yep. and have good high standards. And that's, you know, that's invaluable. That's actually exactly what it is. Exactly what you said. Yeah. We've, and, you know, like even when our kids got married, they said we showed them how to love. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, to me, we've won. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can't you can't pay that for that. You can't send them somewhere to learn that. Like that is from home and that is something so special. So I think, you know, having that those priorities for you and Dino, it's so important and that really translates to your children and, and that's something that I've been able to be fortunate enough to witness as well in my <laughs> household and you know, I just, yeah. And now I have such high standards in men. Maybe it's a bad thing. I don't know. I, don't, I think Monique struggles a bit with that too, because I've, I've kind of given her really high standards too, you know, to go yeah. for And I'm like, um, some of it's not realistic. Hey, but you've got it. So it is, right? As long as you're happy, I don't care. Now, I know we're talking all about everything being all happy and, and beautiful, but one thing people don't really know about you is that you actually experienced a pretty rough and abusive relationship in your earlier years. Um, And I guess, you know, that would have really restricted you and held you back and gave you a lot of, um, you know, self-worth issues and all of the things that come with that. So can you share with us a little bit about that experience and, you know, what you also learned from it? Because it takes a lot to come out of something like that. And I think when you do come out of something as hard and traumatic as that, you do come with a lot of lessons. And those lessons are things that I'm sure so many people would love to hear because that takes a lot of strength. Yeah, um, it was in my early 20s um, and I was with a partner that um, – physically abused me like I would quite literally end up with bruises all over my body um it happened a couple of times and then we went through quite a period where um there was nothing um and by then I went oh I really want to have a baby and everything was great and I actually then had Monique and it happened again when she was one and I went I am not letting my daughter grow up with this. And, you know, the biggest lesson I learned was I can't believe I was willing to put up with it for myself, but bring Mm -hmm. a child into the world, there was no way. It went to a whole other level of protection and I went, there is no way I'm letting her grow up and seeing this, whether it be every few years or whatever. you know, I can't have her watching me getting dragged around the room by my neck, you know, like, um, it's just, it really made me take a step back. And, you know, I thought, you brought this child into the world. Um, You're the one that's going to give her the lessons. And 
So from that point on, I was like, I am going to bring you up as a very strong, independent young woman. And that's exactly what I did. And I, you know, I was extremely lucky to have met Dean, who has also provided a very loving home for her. Um, but, you know, before that, um, I met Dean when she was five. Before that, I, I worked really hard. Um, you know, even when we split up, I still second-guessed whether it was the right thing because I came from a broken home and I didn't really want my daughter to experience that. So it was tough. It was very tough and it was hard to stay strong and even it's even hard to talk about it. Um, but I definitely know um, I had to do this for her. I had to show her that you can't be treated like this and Yes, I let, I let this happen to myself, but I was not going to ever, ever let it happen to her and I was never going to let her watch that. Yeah, you are an incredible woman and, and an incredible mum, you know, and I think sometimes we, we do put ourselves through horrible moments oh. and experiences because maybe we think deep down that's all we can have or that's what we deserve and I think sometimes it takes either another person or, you know, a moment yeah. to be like, no, I don't want this anymore. I need to move through this. And, you know, I'm sure coming out of that was so incredibly challenging and, and you know, having Monique there, yeah. she was like your little angel, I guess, to kind of get you through and get you out of that because no woman ever deserves to be treated in, in such a horrible way. And, yeah, really sorry that you had to experience that and that was part of your journey yeah. and you know I'm sure now when you look back as hard as it is you know I'm sure it's you know added such resilience and strength and and you know added to your character and what do you think the biggest lesson that you took from that in terms of yourself and in your self-worth? Uh, the biggest lesson was like literally do not put up with this just even for yourself. Yeah. The biggest lesson yeah. was you need to step up and you need to mm. make sure that you don't ever let someone treat you like this again. So yeah. my lesson was no matter how hard or no matter how down, you need to realise you have got an inner strength to get out and you need to draw on that inner strength and keep that headspace with no matter what relationship happens in the future, you need to really keep that strength that you know you've got to get yourself out of those situations. It's, it's yeah, hard for me to talk about. Like I don't talk about this to many people at all. Um, yeah. So even now it's still quite like it, when I do talk about it, I get quite emotional because I'm still disappointed in myself, like over 20 years later that I put up with that. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's it's so hard for me to say, don't be disappointed. It's, you know, you're amazing, which you are. You're incredible. You worked through that. But, you know, I guess we're all on such a different journey in life and sometimes we get thrown certain obstacles and certain lessons that, you know, may seem so extreme and we have to work our way through it. And, you know, you had that inner strength and you've now always got that strength to say no and to no matter what life throws at you, you are resilient and you are strong and you know you can always resort back to that, yeah. which is so inspiring. And, and you know, you've been able to show Monique, mm. you know, how to be such a strong, independent woman. And, yeah, it's 
Yeah, thank you for opening up about that because I can obviously see it's, you know, it's it's not easy and it was a, such a hard time in your life and I think this also shows that, you know, you present as such a incredibly happy and, and bubbly, which you are, yeah. but I think this also shows that we never know what someone's going through or what someone has been through to get to where they are. So, you know, Showing someone kindness and love and being compassionate in every situation is just so incredibly important because we've all been through battles. Everyone's been through something different that really shapes who they are. And a lot of people go through that in absolute privacy. You know, no one shares everything about them, you know, and I think this is a reminder that no matter how bubbly and happy someone has, someone is, they've probably gone through a really hard time to kind of get to where they are now. So be kind, be considerate, be empathetic at all times, no matter who it is you cross paths with, no matter if you're on social media or you're in you're face to face with someone or you're talking about someone else it's just be kind because everyone has experienced something that they probably don't want to talk to you about you know and it's yeah exactly and i think it, it's so much easier to be kind than unkind like i feel like exactly. you know if if you want to be unkind the energy it takes you know, it, yeah. is it worth it? Like you need to look at yourself and go, it's actually not even worth it. You know, for me, it's worth getting out of bed. And if I can put a smile on people's faces, it puts a smile on my face. So it's just a roll on effect. And I think all of us women have this strength as well that we all have. We've just got to learn how we draw on it. And I think that's the biggest lesson in life. You need to learn how to use your inner strength to your advantage. Yeah. And I have to say, Re, after spending so many months so close to you during MasterChef, I really, you really gave me that strength. Like you were such an incredible role model to me because you were always so strong. And I think that's what you have. That's what you share with the world. And it's something so inspiring because, you know, as someone like myself who is younger and going through life and navigating, you know, different things, you always reminded me that you can be strong and you can be kind and you can always have a smile on your face and you can get through those tough moments. So, you know, I, that's why I love you so much because you gave that to me during, you know, it's a really tough time. And, you know, I can, I always think back on that and draw back on that. And I know that that's what you're sharing and that's the message that you're going to share with so many women now that you're on this journey. So yeah, you, it's pretty special. You gave that back to me too when I needed it right at the end. So it no. works both ways. Like at the end, I really needed you and needed your support yeah. and needed your kindness and really needed your bright spark. And that's what oh. got me to the end of that show because it was tough in the end. It was tiring. Yeah. I was exhausted. Yeah. And you were a hundred percent there as my support network. We all need it. We all, yeah. you know, I, I could not have got through it without you. Oh, stop. Don't say that. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> it's true though. You're such a bright spark in my life and I will always oh. have you because I love that about you. Oh, it's hundred percent mutual guys. We are obsessed. <laughs> yeah, with we are. <laughs> <laughs> 
back on the whole MasterChef train. Um, you obviously came second, which is incredible, like amazing. But after telling yourself that you can't do it, that you're too old, that this, that that, all these negative limiting words that we use, what advice do you have for someone who is thinking about doing something, but they're kind of letting those negative limiting thoughts get in the way? What do you say to that person? I think what you need to turn around and say is, do I really love this? Is this something I would really love to do? And do it. That's all I'm going to say is if, if you can answer yes, this is something that I would really love to do. And you can go 100% with everything I've got. Yes, this is what I want to do. Do it. And I think, you know, you've got to also realise that, yes, you may get knocked back or you may say, you know, it may not be the outcome you want. But just mm. be so proud of yourself just to go, this is what I want to do. I love it. Go for it. I just say, have a crack. You know, no matter what yeah. in life, if you think that it's something that you really want, do it. Mm. Yeah, I love it. And I think that comes back to, you know, what are your values? What is important to yeah. you? Do the things that scare you because that's, like you said right at the start, Ree, you've only got one life. Mm -hmm. You've only got one chance mm -hmm. here. And, you know, we can either let our fears constantly hold us back and tell us no, 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 or we can just try, yeah. you know, and no one's ever going to knock you for trying. No. You know, no one's ever going to take that away from you that you went out there and you gave something a crack when everyone else is sitting on their couch watching. Yeah. You know, and I think that is so inspiring. So, like, yeah, I, I, I think it's important for everyone to keep that in mind. Like, you know, and if, if you let those emitting thoughts come in the way, it's like, well, no, I'm going to try because what's what's the harm in trying? Oh. It's just go for it. And that's exactly right. Like, I mean, I still even have people say to me, oh, you know, oh, congratulations, you got on the show. Oh, I thought you'd be voted out straight away, you know. And it's like if I listen to these people, you know, I would never get anywhere. So the thing is, is when you have people that don't believe in you, for me, I use that as a, I'm going to show you. So yeah. you can, yeah, it's like, okay, you don't believe in me, but I'm actually going to show you that I can do I this it. and I'm going to prove all you negative Nancy's wrong. <laughs> I love it. Good. Use that as fuel. Yeah. That's right. Because so many, it's, you know what, as sad as this sounds, so many people are watching you so they can watch you fail. Yeah. So you have to show them, you got to put on a show. Like you have to put on a bloody I show know. and show them that, you know what, you may be waiting there, waiting for me to fail or waiting for me to quit, but I'm not going to do that because I know that I'm worth you know, living my life to its full yeah. potential. So I think that knowing, you know, that self-worth. And also I always go by fake it till you make it. So I'm just going to be extra happy because that person's not being that nice to me. Yeah. Then I actually end up feeling like that. So yeah. Fake it till you make it. It's like, go for it. Love it. <laughs> That's the life motto, yeah. right? Fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> so what has been one of the biggest things you've learned about yourself um, after doing all this, you know, this crazy experience and how has it helped you in your life now? You know, it's it's like actually um, I came out of MasterChef um, with mm -hmm. a strength 
I did not even know I had. I feel like MasterChef pushed me beyond any limit. I didn't even know I, I didn't even know those limits existed within me. Um, yeah. And it pushed me so far out of my comfort zone every single day. And I, I loved the experience, but it pushed me. So now I really yeah. use it. Like I, if I ever am doing something like Dean and I went to go underground caves and I was like, I can't do this. I'm claustrophobic. And then I was like, actually, yeah. I just did MasterChef. I could do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and no, whenever I have doubts about things that I've always been scared about or that might be holding me back, I think, are you yeah. serious? Like you can actually push yourself way further mentally, physically and emotionally than I ever, ever knew that I could. And so now I use that to my advantage every single day. Absolutely. I love that. And it is so true. I know that when I got back and started getting back into life, you know, after I slept for like three weeks, (laughs) (laughs) but the comment that I always get now is, Melissa, you're so confident. You're so much more confident. And I think that's what happens when you push yourself so far out of your comfort zone, where you take a risk and you put yourself out there. It helps you grow faster and quicker than any other thing will ever, you know, help you grow in the world because you have put yourself on a pedestal, you know, you are, you are trying something so far out of your, you know, normal life that is what gives you strength. That is what gives you resilience and confidence and helps you realise that you can do hard things. Yeah, and, you know, like I'm 47 and I've only just found these different strengths mm-hmm. and different things inside me. So it's, it's like you yeah. said before, it's any age, you know. You never, ever stop learning and never stop trying. Yeah. So I guess after doing all of this and now you've got this newfound confidence and resilience, what do you have in your toolkit that you whip out every time you feel those negative thoughts coming back in? Because I'm sure after doing that experience, you probably you probably react very differently to, you know, certain things that your mind tries to trick you into thinking. I find I'm really good at talking myself out of talking myself into so basically I can talk myself into things and then I'm Mm -hmm. also I've actually put in my toolkit that I can actually talk myself back out of it it's like why are you even thinking like this you know like Mm -hmm. stop putting yourself down stop doing this and and it's about talking myself around so you know in my own head And another thing I really believe in is exercise. If I get out and go for a walk and just out in the sun, I pull that out anytime I'm feeling low because I feel like that just really changes. And then I have time to think and process and bring my mind back around to a positive thought. I think people underestimate the power of exercise because it is literally something you can do that will instantly change your mood because if you get your body moving you get your heart rate up you get you know whether it's a sweat or a stretch whatever you are actually 
producing endorphins and those endorphins are going to shift your mood dramatically. And I think, you know, when we find ourselves in a rut, it's so easy to say, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to sit at home. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to just do nothing. And then you get further and further and further into those negative emotions and those feelings of self-doubt and all of that. Whereas if you can feel that heaviness coming on, you can feel that negative self-talk getting really strong, going outside, moving your body, it's going to shift that energy. It's going to boost endorphins and give you a bit of, you know, that resilience that you need to kind of say, hold on a second, I can do this. I can work through these emotions. Yeah, and I think, you know, you either play, you you tend to play the music of what mood you're in. I put my headphones in, I play whatever music I feel I need to play to get through that emotion. But I always find going for a walk and even when my mum was sick, it was like, do that. But even on the show, you and I, we would always go for walks just to make ourselves feel better because we knew by the end of it we would feel better exactly exactly it's just those little things and I think knowing having these things in your back pocket knowing that okay if I get outside I go for a walk I get some sunshine I listen to positive music that's going to boost me up they are going to make me feel better and I think it's really important to anyone who's going through a hard time or you know their, their life's changing is sit down and write a list of all the things that actually make you feel good. And then when you're having a bad day, try one Mm. of them because that might be the thing that's going to shift your energy, put you in a better headspace and help you make difficult decisions because, you know, we all have to make difficult decisions every day. I definitely agree. Try one of them. Just one, you know. Yeah, that's it. Like yeah. I said, generally for me, it's just get out and do a walk. I don't have to do something yeah. punishing to myself, which I do like yeah. as well. Yeah. But I um, yeah. <laughs> I can just go out and have a nice walk and just get my thoughts yeah. together. And I think that's really important to have a bit of time mm-hmm. to yourself and time to your own thoughts without um, influence of anyone else. You need to work through it yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that... You know, being okay on your own, being okay to work through things on your own is also such a superpower yeah. as well because sometimes we're not always going to have people around us to give us a pep talk no. and push us up. And I find that, you know, now that we're, you know, as you get older, people's lives get a, lo- a lot more busy, yeah. you know, and sometimes you just can't call someone and be like, hey, you know, having a bad day, can we talk through it for half an hour or an hour? Because you know, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with that. They don't want to support you or that they don't love you. It's just that sometimes people's lives get really busy. So I think knowing what makes you feel good on your own is a real superpower in terms of your mental well-being. Yeah. And it's really good for anxiety. You know, like when I suffer, Mm -hmm. everyone I think goes through periods in their life where they suffer it worse than others. Like I know in my early thirties, I suffered anxiety really bad. Um, But I think, you know, and I always found going for that walk, it was the Mm. thing that got me out of that just to get my thoughts together. Mm. That's great. So I have to ask, what is next for you, Ree? I see you doing all of these amazing things. So I would love to know, you know, what's on the cards? What do you have in the works? If you want to share with us, of course. Yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) I'm one of these that, like, after doing MasterChef, I want to do everything. (laughs) Yeah. So like, you know, workshops with kids and, you know, masterclasses. Yeah. But, you know, 
The ultimate dream is to travel around Australia, promote and cook local fresh produce from the farmers' markets um, and do a TV show <laughs> while I'm doing um, it. Like that would be my ultimate dream. And to get like I come to South it. Australia and get my beautiful friends like you on the show and we can cook yeah. together. And that's what I would love to do. Um but I also am really enjoying doing things locally, you know, like I'm promoting yeah. local stores and, you know, it's really about supporting local and supporting those small businesses. Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, that's where we need to put our energy as well, because, you know, we all come together. We all support one another. Being a small business and a small corporation, it's really hard, really yeah. hard. So I think, you know, when everyone kind of joins forces and helps one another, that's when thing ha things happen and, and, you know, things get moving and it's exciting. It's exciting to, to watch small businesses flourish and grow and, and help each oh, other. I love nothing. Uh, oh, nothing. I love nothing more than that. <laughs> I love to speak properly too. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I honestly watching people even like watching you since MasterChef and the way you've really you know just gone full steam ahead and you're absolutely just going so amazing at life I'm thinking you know that to me is just pure joy you know watching people really succeed and especially people like yeah. you is just like you know how good how good well yeah Thank you. I think, you know, and I think that's what something like, you know, getting out of your comfort zone does. It kind of makes you realize that you can do hard things. Yeah. And, you know, I remember before I went on MasterChef, I had, I had just started my business and it was really hard. Yeah. It was really, really hard. And I wasn't sure what to do. And it was all very confusing. And then I went away for several months and, and did MasterChef. And then I came back and it just put a fire in my yeah. belly to do the hard work, to do the things that I want to do. To Because I know yeah. I can. I know it's in me. I, I, I've, I've proven it to myself. On national television, <laughs> I proved it. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, you, know? you, you can get through MasterChef. It, you know, the yeah. long days, the everything. you like, I, I yeah. can do that every day. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I like to, you know, say to people, it doesn't have to be no. MasterChef. It can be a new job opportunity. It can be starting your own business. It can be... Anything else that is something that's aligned with you, that means putting yourself out there. Whatever that thing is for yeah. you, it will help you grow and it will take you to the next level. So stop holding yourself back and just go for it. Try it. There's nothing bad is going to happen. The worst that's going to happen is you in you know fail that thing but really nothing is a failure everything is a lesson everything is a step forward even when you think you have somewhat failed you've actually grown you've moved forward so yeah i think it's embrace the embrace those scary moments embrace those moments where you just don't know what the next thing's yeah. going to be and just go for it drop yourself in there and try yeah. it don't let your thoughts hold yeah. you back get yourself out of that comfort zone just push yourself yeah, and you it. will actually the reward is so much greater it's just like i just did that you can go i yeah. did that for myself, whatever it is, and you can just, yeah. you know, just celebrate yourself.
Yeah, I love that because I think that is also something we all forget to do. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate the moments where you've done something you're proud of. You know, stop and just take a breath. You know, we're all go, 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 got to hustle, got to get to the next step. Sometimes stopping and celebrating where you're at and what you've done is the best thing you can do in terms of moving forward. So I like that you've said that. Celebrate yourself. Enjoy those yeah. moments. Be proud of who yeah, you are. Yeah, and be proud of what you do. Like, you know, go out yeah. and do it. Like, honestly, I would never have thought I would get second on MasterChef. And, you know, at yeah. first I was like, I kind of didn't celebrate it because I thought I don't want to seem like I'm cocky or – but then I no. was like – I'm. I was. I think I was a bit more in disbelief as well um, that I yeah. did so well, but – and I, and I still had doubts that I did so well, you know. Um, so, yeah, now I'm, now I'm the opposite. Now I've come out of MasterChef and I'm enjoying everything I'm doing and I'm like, just celebrate it. Like, how cool was that? Yeah, good on you. You deserve it. You worked your ass <laughs> off and, you know, you deserve you. it. But I'm going to put Rhiannon's links all in the bio for this episode so you can go and follow her on her journey. She's always doing amazing <laughs> things, so stay tuned. But honestly, Rhi, thank you for coming on today. Thank you for sharing, you know, such an important topic with everyone and, and teaching everyone that it doesn't matter what your brain is telling you sometimes you need to get out there and you can do big things and you know sharing where you went from being in such a horrible you know situation to moving through that to getting where you are now there are no limitations in life you can move through hard things and get to a really special place it does take time but like you said we all have that inner strength and sometimes we just need to look a bit harder for it but it's always there so thank you for sharing that beautiful message with us no worries thank you for having me i've had a blast honestly except for a few tears but yeah it's all right we're here to release I'm, and let it go i'm terrible i cry at everything no oh, i love it i love the emotion oh thank thanks really for having me you. it was amazing love you love you Thank you again to today's episode sponsor, Waterbox, offering a sustainable on-the-go alternative to plastic bottled water. Make a difference with Waterbox and get 10% off your first order. Alternatively, you can find Waterbox at your local Foodland or IGA in SA, Vic and New South Wales. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please make sure to leave us a nice review and share it on your socials. I love you guys so much and I will see you back here for another mood boosting episode. Bye.